another great episode um, that we got to watch together. So welcome back once again. Um, we just watched episode five of The Chosen. So if you haven't seen that episode yet, go check it out because um, that's what we're about to talk about. Um, we we're, we get to continue following a bunch of characters that we've been following. Of course, Jesus, Simon, Matthew, Mary, Nicodemus. But we're also introduced to a few new characters, which is pretty exciting. Um, you know, we get to see Eden again. Um, she's awesome. We get to see um, John the Baptist uh, with Nicodemus. They meet, uh, which is cool. I mean, there's no evidence of that in Scripture, but it could have happened. Um especially if Nicodemus was searching for more answers. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're also introduced to uh, Doubting Thomas, one of the disciples. Uh, he's the disciple that when Jesus uh, raises, rises from the grave, um, he doesn't believe at first until Jesus says, hey, put your hands in my hands and in my side. Um, and so we meet Thomas, we, we meet his friend, who I just went completely blank on her name. Um, I think she'll be uh, a character that we get to uh, know a little bit more and follow uh, in season two. But anyway, um, so we meet uh, a bunch of characters. Oh, yeah, we also get to uh, come back to Jesus' Jesus's mom, um, which is kind of fun. So anyway, um, a great episode, uh, you know, Jesus and his disciples, uh, you know, he just recruited uh, Simon and Andrew um, and John and, and, and James and those guys. Anyway, um, and now they're, they, they go to a wedding. They, they go to this wedding. They help out uh, Jesus' mom. You know, he's, he makes a joke. Uh, you know, the most powerful person in his life kind of thing is his mom, which is a pretty cool thing. Uh, when it comes to parenting, you know, if, if you heard our last podcast, um, I'm now a father myself. And so when I see these nods towards parenting, I, I pick up on them a little bit more now just because I've, I've gone through it a week now, <laughs> I guess. So anyway, um, so we're, we're discussing this this uh, question, you know, what does it mean to be chosen? Um what does it mean to be chosen? We're allowing, allowing the series to kind of help us answer that question. And some of us may know some answers to that question already. We follow Jesus. We have that relationship with him already. Um, but maybe some of us don't. And, and either way, regardless of where we're sitting, it, it's okay to be in either party in a sense. Um, in either position, I mean, we're honestly, we're all in different places and we're all growing in different ways. Um, but this question, if we sit down, we examine it like we have been um, and allow our hearts to kind of reflect on it, um, it can kind of lead us into some amazing places. And so we keep asking the question, what does it mean to be chosen? We started with um, the, the first answer, you are called. And here's the scripture that went with that. We've been in Isaiah 43 and working through this passage as well, but it wasn't mean to be chosen. You are called. Isaiah 43.1 says, But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, another name for God's people, he who formed you, O Israel, another name for God's people, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And I remember in, in, in the first episode, the big focus there was Mary 
uh, quoting that verse and then Jesus kind of quoting it at her as uh, just a declaration that, man, he, he claims us. He, he, he calls us um, to be his, to walk, uh, to live in his uh, presence, in his goodness, um, in his healing. And so what does it mean to be chosen? You are called. You are called. And then we kept going, uh, lesson two, that you rest. What does it mean to be chosen? You rest. Here is verse two. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. You know, when we walk with Jesus, we rest in his presence. We don't try to do everything ourselves, but we allow for just time with him to be still and know that he is God and to experience what that means, to to get to know him. And so we rest in him. Um, next, we, we were talking about uh, episode three with the kids, Jesus and the kids. It was the first time we got to hang out with Jesus a bunch in episode three. And so what does it mean to be chosen? It means that you are cherished. Here's the scripture that went with that, Isaiah 43, verse three through four. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Sabah in, your, in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. And I think, you know, the whole point that we kind of talked about is, I mean, God, God gives everything for us. He cherishes us. He seeks us out. He delights in us. Um, and, and, and that's huge when it comes to what does it mean to be chosen is yes, we're called and yes, we're, 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 uh, guided by the shepherd to rest in his presence, but also to know that we are cherished by him. The next uh, part was it mean to be chosen. We looked at episode four. This was, um, the calling of Simon and Andrew, um, and some of these other guys, you know, uh, Jesus looks at them, you know, the, the fishing, the boat, catching a lot of fish. Anyway, it wasn't mean to be chosen. You change course. Here's the scripture that went with that. that. Isaiah 43, 5 through 7. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name. Who I, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. You know, just this this picture that God is changing the course, he's changing the direction of all those that are his and bringing them back to himself. Um, and so same for us. What does it mean to be chosen? We change course. We stop trying to do things in our own power and we surrender to his. You know, even a harder word for us to deal with, to admit, to, to accept, um, is we submit to him. You know, that's not a very popular word right now, but what does it mean to be chosen is, yes, we're called, we rest, we're cherished, but we also uh, change course, we submit to him. So today, uh, again, episode five, um, we see Jesus go to this wedding, we see uh, kind of some of these interactions, beautiful relationships being formed and and encounters uh, such as Nicodemus and, and John the Baptist. Um but when we continue going with this question, what does it mean to be chosen? Um, today, the focus is kind of, uh, you, you are a witness. What does it mean to be chosen? You are a witness. Someone who, who sees or hears or knows through personal experience 
and, and therefore testifies um, to, to give uh, or, or offer evidence of something. That's what a witness is all about. And you are a witness. If you're chosen by Christ, if you accept that calling, you are a witness. I want to read Isaiah 43, verse 8 through 10, this passage that we've been working through. It says, Bring out the people who are blind, ye have eyes, who are deaf, ye have ears. All the nations gather together and the peoples assemble. Who among them can declare this and show us the former things? Let them bring their witnesses to prove them right and let them hear and say, it is true. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. You know, we get this another, you know, this incredible passage, Isaiah 43, um, if we allow it to speak to us. And, and, and we have um, this picture here of, of God's kind of calling out all those who aren't listening or who aren't seeing who God is. And sometimes maybe that's us. God is calling us out saying, hey, you have eyes and ears, but you don't see anything. You don't hear anything. And it's time for you to wake up. He says, look, look at the witnesses. Look at all these testimonies that have been given um, that that declare who I am. Um, and, and, and he says, you know, uh, that, that we're, we are his witnesses and, and uh, my, his servants whom he has chosen, that, that we may know and believe him and understand that he is God, that he is, is our, our Savior, our Lord. And so... Um, Kind of one of the things I want to focus on is, is, you know, there's a lot of great things happening in this episode. Um, there's this wedding party. There's uh, the disciples. They're trying to um, figure out what Jesus has next for them. And, and there's just a lot of, of, of kind of uh, excitement, anticipation, maybe. Uh, and none of it's wrong. You know, there's a lot of things in our own lives that are great and good and nothing's wrong with them until any of it intrudes, stops our ability to see, to hear, and to do. You know, there's a lot of things that we can allow in our lives that can really mess up this, this chosen aspect, this calling aspect, because we allow these things to interfere, to stop us from seeing, to hearing the things that God has for us, and from man, being witnesses and doing something about it. Um, you know, you look at the Old Testament and, and you see Moses and David and countless others who have been in the presence of the one true God. They've experienced something and and they were eyewitnesses, and they couldn't deny what they had seen or neglect to what they had been told to do. You know, God says, you are my witnesses and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before me. No God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. As witnesses, they were to use their experiences, their, their understandings, their firsthand knowledge of, of God to testify to his character, his existence, um, to, to, man, call out to these people that were blind and deaf in a sense. 
the people that were worshiping false gods or that were so wrapped up in themselves, they missed God. Um, and and that, that was kind of the, the goal is to just declare, you know, even in the Old Testament, to declare who God was, to be witnesses to the world. Israel, God's people, was meant to be a witness to the world. And so are we today. You know, that's what it means to be chosen, is that we are a witness. And so we have this passage here. Um, I mean, this, this, this episode and this passage of this wedding, you know, in John 2, we know Jesus was at a, as a, at a wedding. Um, in that book, it's the first recorded miracle. Um, and, 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 you know, who knows if Mary was there or who knows if Nicodemus ever actually met John the Baptist or who knows um, how all this played out. But the, the truth of the matter is, you know, for Mary... You know, she had been rescued from death. And so she followed Jesus to his. You know, she was one of the few, actually, that followed him to the very end, or what seemed like the end, which was just a new beginning. But Mary's allegiance to Jesus, it grew as she followed him. She continued, not only was she healed initially, but she continued to experience, um, man, the healing, redeeming, uh, grace-filled, loving, good, goodness overflowing, like all these very poor descriptions that I'm giving. But she began to experience all of who Jesus is. And, and that just kind of overflowed into our life to the point that she was his witness. Nicodemus, we don't know for sure, you know, just by looking at Scripture. We don't know his story for sure, but we can see evidence that he was searching for something. Some, for some answers. He was searching for truth. And when Jesus gave that truth, you can tell it did something in him. Um, enough so that, that he showed back up at Jesus' death, that he was a part of the burial, um, uh, that, that he participated in Jesus' burial, um, and maybe was a witness in some ways in those moments. But either way, you know, Nicodemus was seeking that truth. And maybe that's kind of one of our callings sometimes. It's just to seek truth and to share that truth, to be a witness to that truth. Matthew, you know, we don't know his full story, but we do know that he was called, um, you know, to be a disciple. And I know we'll see that at some point. Um, but, you know, even he, you know, has this time. He, he's seeing Jesus walk around. He's he's curious. He's He's already witnessing, like, hey, talking to Quintus, you know, this is what I saw, this is what happened, and I don't, I, what, what is going on here? He's already witnessing to who Jesus is. You know, Simon, finally surrendering, submitting to Jesus, um, it was, he was probably definitely at the wedding um, in Scripture and all, um, but you know, he becomes one of the greatest witnesses of, of Christ ever because he sold, he, he sold out. So, so here's the point. Followers of Jesus, they see, believe, and understand that Jesus is the Son of God, the Savior of the world. And then just like Moses, just like Isaiah, just like David or any of these other Old Testament people or Mary or Matthew or Simon, 
They become witnesses in service to the one true king. What does it mean to be chosen? It means that you are a witness to who Jesus is for you and for the world. You know, to be a witness is to see, to hear, and to, or, or know through personal experience. And so here's kind of my challenge for you today um, after watching this episode. And if, if God has put something on your heart, man, chase that. Don't let that go. Um, but here's something, just in case you're, you're not feeling it or, or you're kind of lost or, or man, you're, you're, regardless of where you're at, you, you can grow through this. And so to be a witness is, is to, to he, see, hear, or know through personal experience. So describe your personal experience with Jesus. And, and use this moment to testify, to witness to your own heart about what he's done for you. You know, what does it mean to be chosen? It means that we're a witness. Um, but sometimes we need to be a witness to ourselves as well. Um, let me, I want, I want to share this song with you. Let me look it up. Um, oh, what is it called? I love the band Wind Collective. Um, I think I remember now. Uh, they they have some um, amazing songs uh, that that to me speak incredible truths about um, our relationship with Christ. Uh, one of their recent albums, uh, maybe a couple of years ago now, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's just kind of all about the gospel, about who Jesus is, and they're being witnesses through their songs. Um, and, and I love it. It's called the, the, the album's called Good News, but the song, um, I think, is called Nailed to the Cross. Let me see here. Yes, I love this. So, again, what does it mean to be chosen? You are a witness. Now, li listen to these lyrics. Just this first verse. Um, and, and you can go listen to this. Let this be your worship um, for the next few moments. I don't know. But but um, it says, When I stand accused by my regrets, and the devil roars his empty threats, I will preach the gospel to myself, that I am not a man condemned, for Jesus Christ is my defense. Man, there's something so powerful there that when the world is bearing down, or our regrets, or the devil, or or whatever, that we're can you know we're feeling the guilt and conviction of our sin. Witness to yourself about who Jesus is. That Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come and he he's come to to rescue us, to to redeem us through his life, his his death, and his resurrection. And that through our faith in him, that we're released of this condemnation, that we're not condemned. No, Jesus Christ defends us. He, 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 um, uh, uh, he redeems us. He clears our name. And he allows us to be free. And so just this, this whole episode, this whole, uh, I don't know, lesson or session what does it mean to be chosen you are a witness you're a witness to yourself and you're a witness to the world you're not you're called to just uh man 
testify on his behalf of who he is and what he's done and to share that with yourself, to remind yourself of it, but also to share it with others. Um, I want to end with this. It's kind of towards the end of, of the episode. <clears throat> um, anyway, when Nicodemus and, and maybe it's not, and, but anyway, when Nicodemus and, and John the Baptist are talking, Nicodemus says, man, I should never have come here. He starts walking out. And John the Baptist speaks up and says, all your life you've been asleep. Nicodemus stops and he listens. He doesn't turn around, but he listens. And John the Baptist continues saying, look, make straight the wait for the king. He is here to awaken the earth, but some will not want to awaken. They're in love with the dark. I wonder which you will be. To me, that's kind of convicting. That's a challenge just to kind of stop and listen myself. Which one am I going to be today? Uh, am I going to submit to Christ and just listen to him, to be woken by him? Or am I so in love with the dark or so in love with my agenda, my schedule, my priorities that I'm missing it? Which one will you be? What does it mean to be chosen? You are a witness. Continue diving into Isaiah 43. Man, continue walking us with us in the chosen. Again, you can listen to that song, Nailed to the Cross by Red Collective. Or again, you can answer that question. You know, kind of describe your personal experience with Jesus and use this that moment to testify to your own heart about what he's done for you. Um, but at the very least, after, after we're done here, just stop, take a moment, and give thanks to God you know, for, for the Bible, for our written record of history and the testimony of his actions in the world. Give thanks for his intervention in your life and in the lives of those around you. Give thanks for Jesus, God's only son, who was willing to exercise God's power and love on earth, not for his sake, but for ours. And just ask God for courage and opportunities to tell others what you've come to know, what you've come to believe, what you've come to understand about him, about Jesus. So, Man, just take some time with him. Let me pray. Father God, just thank you that you continue to bring us deeper into just relationship with you um, through Jesus. And God, that you, you've called us, you've allowed us to rest in you, you've cherished us. God, you've allowed us to change course. But God, you also uh, recruit us to be part of your work, your mission to be a witness. And so, God, may we stand up to that calling. May we share and testify to what we've seen, what we've heard, what we know about who Jesus is. So, God, just thank you, love you, and, and just praise your name, God. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Keep uh, hanging with us throughout all this. Um, again, every Wednesday night we're meeting. And uh, we have a few more weeks, I guess, of The Chosen. Let's see. We're on episode five today, six, seven. We're going to go into August just a little bit. So uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. So if you need anything, reach out. But uh, keep walking as The Chosen. And if you have any questions about any of this, you want to know what, more of what this means or anything, just reach out. We'd be uh, 
more than happy to talk about it. So God bless.